Okay, and let's pick it back up in John 1, 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. And this is such an amazing verse, really a key point here in this first chapter of John. Uh, it's talking about here, and the word became flesh. Um, so this reminds us again of Jesus being that word, the creator of the entire world, him becoming flesh. And not just becoming flesh, but dwelling among us. And so we see him becoming flesh, becoming flesh and bone, an actual man. Um, and what we really also note here is that he's not stopping being God. Because we know from the beginning that he was, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And now here, it's that Word has come down and has become flesh and is dwelling with us. And so Jesus is truly God and truly man. He is both. We don't understand how he is completely God and completely man all at once. Uh, but it's one of the amazing mysteries and the amazing beauties of the Bible and of Jesus and the sacrifice that he made for us, condescending himself to be born as a little baby, to be born in the flesh, and then to grow as a man, uh, to have to go through being a child and then a man and being tempted in every way that we are even more so than we are, and never once failing and falling into that temptation, never once sinning, but in each and every time he defeated sin, defeated temptation, the devil himself was walking with Jesus, trying to tempt him after Jesus had been fasting in the desert for 40 days, tempting him to turn rocks into loaves of bread, tempting him with great kingdoms, great power, great authority, but Jesus, uh, being full of the Spirit and full of the Word of God, was able to repel and fight each and every one of those temptations. Uh, and so even when we are facing our temptation, we know that Christ has been through that, and He is there with us, and we are able to defeat that temptation uh, in His name with the Spirit that resides in us. And even if we don't defeat that temptation, we know that we can turn to him and uh, cast all of our cares and cast all of our sins back on Christ. But we don't continue living in sin because of what he did. So we um, do our part not to continue down that path of sin, but we listen and we obey his good and perfect uh, law and word that is written for us. And so, continuing on with this verse, we see that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. The beauty of Jesus becoming flesh, dwelling with us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. And so, we've seen that glory, uh, the glory that 
isn't being able to be displayed anywhere else other than in the man Jesus Christ, who is truly God and truly man. Uh, and it's the glory only of the Son from the Father, and it is full of grace and truth. And we'll see this line here again in a couple of verses, talking about grace and truth being in Jesus. And so he has that grace, that unmerited um, gift and that unmerited mercy as grace and then truth, that he is the ultimate source and the only one from whom all things truthful flow. And so being that perfect God and perfect man, he is the ultimate source of truth and the only one that has that full grace. And so we can revel in the glory that comes from him. Glory of glories, grace of grace. Uh, it is such an amazing thing of what Jesus did when he came down as a baby and then what he did suffering leading up to the cross, suffering on the cross, dying, being buried, completely 100% dead, and then God accepting that sacrifice and resurrecting him on that third day. And now he is ascended and in heaven. And so this is just a really good verse for us to remember and to continue to dwell on the truth of who Jesus is.